Hey, how's it going, everybody? And welcome back to another episode of the Mindset Matters podcast. I hope you're all having a great start to the week, and let's get right into it. My grandma recently sent me a Q&A podcast by Craig Groeschel called the Craig Groeschel Leadership Podcast. He had a special guest named Lewis House, a former professional football player and two-sport All-American. He's currently the host of one of the most popular podcasts to date, the School of Greatness podcast, and author of recently published book, The Greatness Mindset. Now in this Q&A, Lewis House speaks on his theory of two mindsets, a success-centered and service-centered mindset. In a success-centered mindset, you're talking about the pursuit of success, wanting to win, fill up the trophy case, be right, be wealthy, be secure. But for most people, it comes from a place of wanting to prove people wrong or out of fear of who they are now or who they will be. When you're success-centered, you feel as if you need success to fill these holes and silence those doubts. For people who achieve that success, there's always something negative that comes with it, some type of consequence. This can come up in a variety of different ways, but for me personally, the first thing that came to mind is when I spent so long, seemingly my whole life, to get a D1 scholarship. And the very next day, once the excitement, the newness of it all, the sense of accomplishment, the follows and the likes faded, I felt unfulfilled. Asking myself and close friends and family, what now? I knew something was off. Funny enough, I imagine that Thanos meme from Avengers Endgame where he gets the soul stone or whatever and wakes up in that pool of water and is met by a child version of his daughter Gamora. And she asks, did you do it? And Thanos replies, yes. And his daughter asks, but at what cost? And then he was like, everything. <laughs> what that's getting at is in pursuit of one material thing in focusing all your attention and effort on success, you risk losing everything else that you already have. Chasing success doesn't allow you to fully take in and appreciate the great things you've already done. Not only that, if you take it to the extreme, you're only thinking about yourself and what's good for you. So for that reason, I believe a success-centered mindset at its root is selfish. Because all you can think about is my goals, my dreams, my money, my career. There's an extreme to a service-centered mindset as well. It's when you're actively overgiving and forgetting to take care of yourself. When I say service-centered, it doesn't mean impersonating Mother Teresa and giving everything to others until you have nothing left. Stop people-pleasing, please. That's a rabbit hole that is nothing but frustrating, overwhelming, and flat-out unhealthy. And you too cute for that. In order to give, you must first have. And what do I mean by that? Well, in order to give, you must first build yourself up to be able to give. Putting in effort to yourself first, finding your peace, understanding how to love yourself, rearranging things and people that are impacting you negatively, and taking real, genuine care of yourself and your soul. This takes careful, focused time and reflection just by yourself. And then when you get a lock on that and you found your peace, your health, now you're ready to give. Because in finding peace, you are peace. You radiate it. Well, what does that look like? It's flipping the mentality from doing everything for yourself, chasing my dream for me, achieving these goals for me, making my money for me. So I'm doing this for you, for others, for God. Obviously, you still got to take care of yourself and whatnot. But once you have everything you need, it's the perfect opportunity to start giving. 
And I promise you, when I made that switch for myself, my life has never felt more significant, and that empty void disappeared. Now Craig Groeschel, the host of the Q&A, asked Lewis House the question, what advice would you have for someone who is tirelessly working to prove something to someone, or is trying to create a sense of value? Lewis responds, I think there is only two people we should be proving anything to, and that is one, our creator, and two, our future selves. Not our past selves, not other people, not our parents, our coaches, not anyone that's done us wrong. Living with a chip on your shoulder gives you an undeniable power and motivation and hunger. But it's when you accomplish those things with a chip on your shoulder that leaves you unsatisfied, unfulfilled, and still hungry. When you accomplish something great, you would expect to feel warm, happy, and joyful. But you still feel that same cold, empty bitterness that you had even before you accomplished anything. That same what now feeling I had two years ago. Lewis Howes mentions a Wayne Dyer analogy, saying that when you squeeze an orange, when you apply pressure, what comes out is orange juice. Yet if you squeeze the human in the same way, you apply pressure in the same way, what you get is what's inside of a human. So say if you've been fueled by anger or fear for years, fueled by the thought of proving everyone wrong, that cold, empty, bitter negativity is what's inevitably going to come out when you apply pressure. Anger, or any extreme emotion for that matter, is incredibly powerful fuel, but it is incredibly volatile, dangerous fuel. Ryan Holiday states this in his podcast, The Daily Stoic. Imagine you as a machine, and the gears naturally turn the more discipline, effort, and hard work you put in. You can inject the machine with unnatural fuel, such as anger, fear, and other strong emotions that undeniably make the machine go faster, but the more you rely on such emotions, the more you risk the safety of the machine. The more likely it is to combust and blow up, hurting not only you, but everyone around you. Ryan Holiday also mentions the story of Michael Jordan, more specifically his Hall of Fame speech. Michael Jordan, a basketball legend known to manufacture stories in his head, a man who would convince himself that an opponent did him wrong in one way or the other, just to give him a chip on his shoulder so that he would have an edge and, in hopes, perform better. Well, in his speech, he calls out the guy who got a spot over MJ his freshman year in high school, brings him out to the ceremony, and rubs it in his face, like, look at me now. One of the most accomplished athletes of all time, at the most prestigious ceremony possible as an athlete, and he's still trying to one-up the guy who took his place 40 years ago. You see how deep that scarred him, how much that hole ate away at his soul, how much that destroyed him, and since he held on to that, how much it stripped him from joy. That's sad. If that's what it takes to be the best athlete, to be consumed by 40 plus years of bitterness, no thanks, I don't want it. As a Christian, I want to live to serve others. That's honestly why I do a majority of the things I do, like this podcast, the things I post, the careers I want to take, and the life I live. Not saying I'm perfect or anything, but it's a journey. Jesus was the biggest and best example of this the most selfless person to ever walk the earth. Giving, loving, healing, preaching, countless examples, all in an effort to save those that he loves. Which is all of y'all, by the way. 
The service mindset is the exact embodiment of how I think that we can all best live like Jesus. Not doing things for our selfish gain, but for the good and benefit of all, and to bring glory and honor to God. Philippians chapter 2 verse 3 and 4 back this up, saying, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others. This is huge. If more people live like this, then I feel like society would be a lot happier and a lot more positive and a lot better. If we were all out here trying to make other people happy, trying to do things for other people, make other people's days, don't you think that everything would be a lot better? a lot more at peace, a lot more community. In Psalm chapter 37, the Psalm of David, I think this is such a good representation of the success versus service mindsets. All 40 of these verses are amazing, but for the sake of time, I'll just share a few. But I definitely recommend checking it out for yourself. Starting in verse 3, it says, Trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord, and He will give you the desires of your heart. Commit your way to the Lord. Trust in Him, and He will do this. He will make your righteous reward shine like the dawn, your vindication like the noonday sun. In the verse, vindication meaning proof that someone or something is right, reasonable, or justified. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for Him. Do not fret when people succeed in their ways when they carry out their wicked schemes. And then finally, it says, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It only leads to evil. For those who are evil will be destroyed, but those who hope in the Lord will inherit the land. Now, these two verses are exactly what I was talking about. Refrain from anger. Turn from wrath. They're only going to lead to evil. But those who hope in the Lord, they're going to inherit the land. They're going to get God's blessings. He's going to give you your righteous reward and let it shine in the dawn. And that wraps it up for today's podcast. I appreciate you guys sticking around. So until next time, stay positive, love others, and have a good week. Later.